This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. They're getting lots of emails and tweets over the news hour with questions about how the city of Surrey can hand out these $500 tickets. Isn't that like entrapment if you call in uh, an Uber ride under the pretense that you're paying for their services, an Uber driver, and then you surround the car with bylaw enforcement officers? Is that going to stand up in court? I think that's a really good question, and I think we're going to find out as well. Earlier on the show, I spoke with Sukit Hoti. He is an Uber driver who got a $500 ticket in Surrey. It was his very first ride as an Uber driver. Yeah, welcome to the ride-hailing business. Very first ride, a $500 ticket in Surrey. I spoke to him earlier on the show. He told me how the whole thing went down. I was going to airport to uh, do some couple trip from uh, there, Richmond or Vancouver, and I was heading to Richmond, and uh, I was on an 88 and 132nd. And uh, by the time I was there, like it, it, I got a, <laughs> a, a trip from Newton, so I turned around, I went to the Newton, and uh, when I got there, there was a lady named was um, Kathy, and Kathy. Uh, she waved me. She said, oh, "I'm at the front of a liquor store." When I got there, stopped my car. And right after two seconds, uh, the bylaw officers all around my uh, car. So this was, you thought this was an actual customer and like an Uber customer you were going to meet there. That's right, yeah. Yeah, Uh, The name was Kathy, so I don't know if it's a fake name or... It's really Mm -hmm. surprising me uh, when I got there. They gave me a $500 ticket, plus they gave me for my fare. uh, That was like uh, $9 or $8. That was from a city account. That's really pissed me off. Okay, that is uh, Sukit Hoti. He's an Uber driver there talking about how he got his $500 ticket. He got a call out to pick up Kathy in front of the liquor store in Surrey. And when he arrived, his car was surrounded by Surrey bylaw enforcement officers instead. And as you heard him describe there, he got the $500 ticket. Interestingly, he says that the $8 fare for the ride, remember that you always pay in advance for your Uber ride, right? So he said he actually got the payment for the fare. He said it was eight or nine bucks. So he got called out to pick up Kathy at the liquor store. They paid for the trip, eight or nine dollars. And it turned out to be a sting operation. Surrey bylaw enforcement surround the car and they give him a $500 ticket. He says he's not going to pay it. He's going to fight it. I wonder if he'll be able to overturn that. Let's get some legal analysis on this now. Dean Davidson is a lawyer. He specializes in municipal law, and he joins me now to talk about the legality of this. Hiya, Dean. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm great. Thanks a lot for doing this. What do you think about what you're hearing here with the city of Surrey using these uh, tactics? Well, um, so I listened to that clip, and I, I heard from uh, the driver that I think he said he was on his way to Richmond. He was in Richmond. It doesn't sound like he was in Surrey. Um, so as far as entrapment, uh, sounds like they asked him to come into Surrey, right. where they then gave him a bylaw. So I think technically that would be entrapment, although I will say entrapment is usually something used for a criminal defense. It's not typically an administrative type uh, bylaw ticket defense, but it's certainly something I think that the judge would be interested in. 
Yeah, so if you were, let's say you were defending this guy and he wanted to try and beat the rap on this ticket, could you stand up in front of a judge and say, this was not fair, I was kind of lured there under false pretenses or something? Like, how would that defense work? Um, I think the defense would be more that the city of Surrey doesn't have the authority um, because uh, under ride hailing, because it's actually provincial legislation, and they um, they have the, the authority, I think, to, to regulate it, but not to block it. So there's that. Also, I think... Uh, uh, Uber's taken the position that because this is a Motor Vehicle Act um, matter, that again, the city of Surrey bylaw don't have the ability to um, find people for it. So I think that it's a jurisdictional argument. Um, and yeah. I think the entrapment, my sense is that the judge just generally wouldn't be too happy with some of their actions. Yeah, the, the city of Surrey is saying the fine is for operating without a business license the city is or uber is saying well hang on a second you guys don't even have a ride hailing business license for us to buy like show us show us the license that you want us to get there isn't there is not one they don't have a business license in surrey for ride hailing so how can you find someone for have for not having a license that the city doesn't even offer yeah exactly i think that's the issue i think that um, because it's provincial legislation, um, the city of Surrey can't either say not give business licenses and then say you don't have one or create something that blocked it. Say the city of Surrey said we want to pass a, a law that says you can't have ride hailing in Surrey. They just don't have the authority to do that. They can't supersede the provincial uh, legislation and provincial authority. So they've had a good, and I understand most other cities, if not all of them, have, have created business licenses. And the city of Surrey had an opportunity um, and so, and the mayor's come out and said, we don't wa- want ride hailing. So uh, right. probably that's the reason they don't have a business license because they don't want it. Um, and they can't do that. They can't effectively block ride hailing in Surrey. There is Doug McCallum is, is clearly on the record many times saying that he opposes this business. He, he doesn't want Uber or Lyft in his city. And he stood up at a public meeting in, in front of the, a lot of the leaders in the taxi business. And, and he said, flat out we're not going to is- issue business licenses to ride hailing companies is that something that could be entered into evidence in court like is that any evidence of kind of premeditation about what's going on here or what the real agenda is or what the city's doing they're, they're just trying to keep this company out of surrey yes no it, it would i would have if it was me i would 100 percent put it in front of a judge although i will say Judges have recognized uh, over the days that politicians say things, you know, for political purpose. And so it's not the same as you couldn't take it to the bank as, you know, that's the end of the argument. But you could uh, and and probably should put that in front of a judge and a judge would take that into account. But, you know, as I said, you know, I think since Mr. Mayor McCallum started speaking about this, maybe he's changed his tune a little bit. Okay, speaking to lawyer Dean Davidson, he specializes in municipal law. Do you think that Uber has a strong case here? They say they're going to court too now. They they say that they will go to court and try to get some kind of an injunction against the city of Surrey to stop them from writing up these $500 tickets. Do you think they have a strong case to make? I think they do have a very strong case. Um, an injunction is pretty high standard. But I do think that, um, so the injunction would happen, would stop them, and then ultimately they, they deal with the real issue, which is, does the city have the right to do this to stop Uber? Um, I would imagine, I don't know, but I would imagine the province might get involved because 
this is important to them. If, if you can block uh, ride hailing, what else can you block? Any city could block anything they wanted if they felt like they didn't want it in their city. So I think the province has, uh, it's important to the province generally, but um, I think they would be successful ultimately. And I feel like they'd be successful with the injunction, but again, it's a, it's a little higher standard. Yeah, we'll see where that one goes. Speaking of the province getting involved here, which which level of government uh, has the hammer here? Because you've got a situation now where, like you said, it's a jurisdictional dispute, perhaps, where the provincial government, through the Passenger Transportation Board, which they appoint, has approved Uber and Lyft to operate throughout Metro Vancouver. And yet here you have one municipality within Metro Vancouver saying they don't want it. Like, which one... Which level of government's got the hammer here? Who's in charge? Uh, the, the province, 100%, has the hammer. Right. They've got law on their side that says you can't have a municipal bylaw that contravenes a provincial enactment. And, you know, effectively, just in, in the big picture, municipalities, all their power comes from the provinces. They pass legislation that gives them authority, and by far, they, it's, it's not even really a, a question. Uh, the province has the hammer. Last question for you, Dean. Another kind of, I think, an unfortunate sort of sideshow in this this whole this whole dispute. Uh, are the taxi companies very angry about the situation and saying that they will no longer subsidize or give incentives to taxi drivers to pick up passengers who are disabled or use a wheelchair in a in a wheelchair accessible taxi? Are they in any legal jeopardy there? I mean, aren't they required under their munis- their local taxi license to provide a certain percentage of wheelchair-accessible vehicles? Um, I, I don't know exactly, to tell you the truth, Mike, on that specific answer. I, I My sense was, from hearing what they've said, that that wasn't a requirement, but certainly if it was, yes, they would be in trouble. I, I think their position is that if they do it, so should Uber. And that right, does seem... Right reasonable that does seem reasonable that if you're going to have this uh, service to the public they should either subsidize or have a percentage of or something but um, unfortunately i can't say 100 percent. i just think generally um, it's probably not laid out in the legislation really clearly thanks for your expertise no problem thanks for I, I appreciate it that is dean davidson he is a lawyer he specializes in municipal law